0: For your weekly dose of Wayne's Comics.
1: Welcome to episode 295 of the Wayne's Comics Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. First, a reason why it's been a little while since I've had a podcast up for you all to listen to, I had a health issue I had to deal with for a while. And since this is a one-person show and that one person has to deal with real life, well, the podcast doesn't quite take place. And I apologize for that, but I'm hoping to be able to do more in the future. So that brings us to episode 295. And in this episode, I'm talking with Matt Ehrman, one of the creators of a terrific book called Long Lost that is ready to be ordered from Scout Comics. And I've got the code for the September previews. This is the number you give to your local store in order to be able to order the book. The order code is SEP171868. We talk about the book, about the fact that he works with somebody close to him to make this book happen, what the subject matter is, and the fact that there's a big surprise waiting for you at the end of the very first issue. Please be sure to contact your local comic shop and again tell them SEP one seven one eight six eight, which will be out in November and I'm sure you're going to enjoy the book as well as what Matt has to say. There's a lot to get to so let's get on with the show. Right, to Welcome to the podcast, Matthew Ehrman, a co-creator of a really fascinating book that I came across recently called Long Lost. How are you doing today, Matthew? I'm doing great, Wayne. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. It's good to talk with you. I got the chance to read this book, and timing-wise, we'll talk about a little bit uh, how things are going to work moving forward. But I got a chance to read the thing, and I'm fascinated by the choices you made. And, of course, you've got your co-creator. And what's your co-creator's name?
0: Uh, Lisa Sterl, she's actually my wife. We're a husband and wife team, which is, uh, I guess, cute to a lot of people. But we take it very seriously. That oh,
1: I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. How about that? That doesn't happen very often because, you know, like the Finches are, are husband and wife.
0: I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I guess – that
1: makes sense because they they got their last name so david meredith they're they're uh married couple but they don't always work on the same thing they did on wonder woman for a while Mm, yeah but that kind of came with so well i gotta ask then i mean what's it like working with your wife have you worked with other creators before or or is she the one that you've mainly worked with
0: yeah uh, we've we've both worked with other creators we've uh she's done comics in the past with some local writers here in columbus and i've done comics with again, some local artists. Uh, but for the most part, we, um, especially for this book, we, we really, uh, uh, made it a point to be collaborative and work together. And I mean, she is a co-creator on this book as much as I am. Um, uh, and, and that's just because we're, <laughs> we live in the same house. Mm-hmm. So we're always bouncing ideas off of each other and, and it's, uh, it's very collaborative. It's really cool. I, I'm really proud of the work that we've been doing together.
1: Now, I don't want to get too personal, but on the other hand, I, I'm just fascinated. How yeah. does a comic writer end up with a comic artist? Because normally it doesn't work that way. You get two writers together or two artists together. How did you guys meet and, and this all kind of come to pass? Oh,
0: no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I moved up to Col- – she was a, a art student at CCAD, study, uh, Columbus College of Art and Design. Mm-hmm. She was uh, studying illustration and, and moved into fine art. And I just happened to be very fortuitous to be her roommate and uh stuff progressed from there and um we've been we we, we were dating for seven years before the proposal and then we got married mm-hmm. and it just so happened that um I was very into comics as a writer and she was very into comics as an artist. <laughs> And it all – it's really kind of strange to recount because, yeah, it just – it's its – I'm really lucky in, mm-hmm. in that regard to,
1: to have a wife that I don't have to pay a page rate. Do you know how <laughs> rare that is? I mean, you know, you, to find creators – like I, I have a, a, a married couple. that are both friends. They're both into pops. And I say to them, thank goodness, because, you know, uh, I, I know so many people who are what I call mixed marriages, people, mm-hmm. a genre person and a non-genre person. Oh, and, for sure. And one must spend a lot of time explaining to a non-genre person exactly how this all works. But you don't have to do that. She already has a good idea what it is you're talking about. So, man, you're yeah. so fortunate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm counting my lucky stars right now, man. It's it, It's been really good. And, I mean, our our interests uh, on top of that have aligned, too. So we're very into the book as a concept. We're both big horror fans. We both, again, love comics. So uh, it's uh, – it's a really warm and collaborative team effort uh, that is just bolstered by the fact that we happen to be married.
1: So oh, cool. Okay, of course, you guys are both into horror. Is that did I hear that too? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, wow. I mean, uh, Long Lost is a, a horror book, and it stems from our. We've uh, the idea for Long Lost has been gestating, before we actually went around to creating it. Had been gestating for about two and a half, three years. Mm. Going all the way back to probably 2012 or 2013 and that was when we were really starting to like really get into horror movies and horror comics and uh horror video games too is a is a big inspiration so um we, we really dived deep into kind of what the medium and what the genre can offer and w- what's all been done in, in horror comics and it's, it's been a really fun journey to explore a lot of that
1: Wow, because uh, I gotta ask, did you guys you graduated together? Is that what happened too? Because I want to finish that up and then we'll move on to the book.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I actually didn't go to college. I am a, a high school educated uh, human being, which has mm-hmm. been pretty fun. She graduated in I want to say two thousand and eleven, two thousand twelve, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I, I, I was just there throughout the whole thing, so. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, how did I don't mean to get too personal, but how did you guys end up being roommates if you weren't going to the same school? I mean, you just happened to land at the same building in the, uh, in the same it's, room or something?
0: It, it's pretty wacky when we really get into it. So, uh, going back a little bit of ways, um, I was living in a small, well, not small, kind of dumpy. Uh, can I curse? Is it okay if I curse? Is this yeah, all if okay? you want to. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a shitty little town in Ohio called, um, Kettering. Uh, I'm sure they're not happy that I would say that, but I was living there. It's kind of dead in there. Very Mm suburbany. Um, and, uh, I, I I had met Lisa, uh, you know, around town. We both again are actually from Kettering again, very fortuitous. Mm -hmm. And, um, she was already in school and she was looking to move into her own place with a few roommates, needed an extra roommate. I was looking to get out of Kettering. And so that's how the whole roommate situation popped up. We were friends before that. Um, And then that's when the uh, uh, three's company sort of romance thing (laughs) happened. Okay.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, I, I, I've been to Kettering. They have a medical oh, center there, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I,
0: a medical center.
1: I was actually an intern there. I studied uh, oh. public relations, and I was in that place. I spent like a month or something there one summer, and uh, or, or a summer there, if I remember correctly.
0: I, I, I hope you didn't take too much offense to me calling it kind of a dumpy
1: little place. No, I haven't been there in decades, so I don't know okay. what it's like now. <laughs> but it's, it's just an interesting thing how all this stuff yeah you see more of the more fortunate the more we talk about it just how this all I know. This comes I, together
0: I, I almost start to feel bad when i talk about how, <laughs> much, how lucky i've been uh but yeah no it, it, it's been that
1: well let's talk about the it's called long lost why don't you yeah. give us like the tv guide description of what's going on in the book
0: yeah. So long lost is a horror comic about two sisters. Uh, the older one, uh, her name is Piper and the younger one is Francis. And the comic centers around, uh, their turmoil as separated sisters, as they are pulled back into their hometown of Hazel patch, where some strange and, uh, uh terrifying things are happening. Um, and that's kind of the, the initial pitch that, uh, has been working well for me so
1: mm-hmm. and like many other books that i've been had the privilege of talking with creators of this is from scout comics which i think is the up-and-coming comics company right now with lots of That's... creativity lots of amazing new stories stuff i haven't read anywhere else it's coming through scout so man I, i'm glad you got into scout they are
0: uh, brendan and uh james and uh some of the other guys that ha- that we've been dealing with uh They've been just absolutely excellent to us, Uh, the creativity and the freedom they're giving us on this book and the guidance and just, you know, uh, simultaneous. Because this is our first – this is honestly our first thing that we've we've really put out to the public. We've had a few comics here and there in the past that have had very limited uh, distribution. And uh, we had something published a few years ago in a literary journal.
1: Mm.
0: But this is our first real big thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really letting us kind of stretch and, and and flex and do some really cool stuff um, with this comic. And uh, they're not afraid of it, which is super cool. And I, I think that's really, really awesome of them. Well,
1: you know, a lot of comics these days stay away from superheroes and long johns and stuff because that's kind of DC and Marvel's thing. Yeah. And so, you know, horror is a great place for comics to go because there's a lot of creativity and, and things we haven't seen before involved in that genre. And so, like, your book, I think, is really a creative book. Lots and lots of things going on. And I, I as we, we won't spoil the end, because as we agreed in the beginning, because there's a wonderful yeah. surprise at the end, which would ruin the book for everybody if we ever <laughs> talked about it, which I don't want to do. I want people to get the book and read it. So that's my goal with this. Is I, I'm, I'm really fascinated. You see... Let me, let, let's start with the cover. i got yeah. a, a cover image that's. It looks like it's sort of a it's black with lots of tones of reds and maroons and stuff in it. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that the cover of the book? Yeah, so that's going to be the first issue cover uh, that was done by Lisa um, and it, uh, it's an incredible cover. I, 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 we've gotten so many compliments on it and people have been very kind uh, in regards to that. So we're really proud of it and um, on the cover is one of our main characters, Francis, uh, is the figure on the front cover, and uh, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, it's just gorgeous. I mean, you know, it it, it could be a poster, as far as I'm concerned, because it's really, really beautiful. I, Take that into
0: consideration.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the thing I, I think is going to happen is I think this is going to be on the stands, and you want a good cover to draw people to it. I think mm-hmm. this cover is going to draw a goodly number of people, because yeah, it right. really is something special. I really like it. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm sure Lisa will appreciate that, too. Now, how about the let's, – let's get inside because the book no. is a little different. There's, you're using – we talked about the colors on the front. You're doing some different things on the inside regarding color, too. It's not full color. It's not full color, but you've got black with different tones of gray. And it looks like the background is almost like a oh, – what color is that? It's not white. It's kind of it's a so, beige. Yeah, so the book is actually full color.
0: Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but we are, it's, it's, uh, monochromatic and, uh, what we're doing and we, we get a little bit into it in this book, but, uh, we are using like a, a really nice, like warm wash over a lot of the pages to give them like a, a tone. So it's not straight black and white. Uh, it's almost like a beige or, or, a, or a very light, uh, uh, almost brown or red that kind of covers all of the pages. And, in in. uh, Later chapters, that color changes, and it kind of sets the tone for a lot
1: of the scenes that we have. Hmm. Okay, because that's interesting. It's I haven't seen a comic like this, I, I don't think ever. So I kind of... I like that. So I, I like something different as you'll find out one of the things I really like is something I haven't seen before. And I have not seen the choice of color and layout for the this comic. Which and then there's some people who just love to look at that as as the thing that they want to find out more about. So I really like it. There's times when you use like black backgrounds. There'll be like pictures laying on top of a solid black background. And things like that. And then you name the chapters, too, which I think yeah. is great fun.
0: So. Um, all, the, all, all the chapter names are uh, songs. Uh, we internally have curated a little bit of a playlist uh, that is like a mood playlist. Mm-hmm. And so the, the first uh, chapter is called The Exact Color of Doubt, mm-hmm. which is a really cool song from a band uh, uh, named Liars. And um, I, I felt like that kind of encapsulated the tone of this first issue
1: hmm now of course we start off in what looks like the woods and then there's a saying that says an old great beast roamed mm-hmm. and we see something but we're not i'm not exactly sure what that is whether that's the two girls walking or what mm-hmm. but then we switch to a, somebody on a bicycle yeah going through town and i love the fact that we get to a this 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 is one of the sisters this must be the other sisters not the one that's on the cover
0: yeah, so the the we start the book with um um Piper, uh, she's the older sister, and 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 uh,
1: yeah, she's she's biking home. Mm-hmm. What I love is the fact that when she gets home, she's got a dog to take care of, <laughs> and dogs are in no way going to let you be you know melancholy.
0: No, in any
1: way, and she, the little dog is very interested in attention and all kinds of things. And there's a cute sequence a little on where where she sleep she's laying there looking up, and the dog decides it's time to get up and starts to lick her in the face. <laughs> she walks her outside the little dog, and she says to the dog something that no dog has ever obeyed ever: "Go poop."
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we um, we have a dog of our own, and we we I, I I like to pull inspiration from a bunch of places and. Uh, it, yeah, that's 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 my experience with my dog. It's it's like you ask this. Re- you, it's it's more of a, like a request, mm-hmm. and you hope that chance happens and it happens to poop when you ask him to poop. But it never it never turns out that way. It's nope. always a,
1: it's always a waiting game. And you have to sit there, and when they're when they unclench finally, <laughs> then things start to happen. But it takes them a little while to get to that place. Now, I, before we get too far into the book, I want to go back and talk about the fact that the two main characters are girls yeah and that's unusual for a comic you know usually comics are known for the men characters you know the guys in the tights and all this stuff and yep. and two two guys fighting it out and stuff but this time we've got two girls and i'm really fascinated by that why did you decide to write a story about two girls
0: um so i have been uh, a writer for a long time and uh, when I first started writing I wrote so much and I am a I'm a guy I'm like just a regular uh, Midwestern guy so a lot of what I wrote about was about myself and my experiences as a guy in the Midwest and I did that for a long time I did that for like 10 oh probably eight years of just writing about myself I'm writing about my experiences all this stuff all this stuff and it gets to a point and where, as a writer, and there's a few reasons why we decided to write a comic about women uh, one of the reasons is like it's so much more uh challenging as a writer to to put yourself in the shoes of another character and and make them vivid and alive and and interesting and complex and um it, it's it it's so much more interesting to do that with uh, a character that sometimes you have to um stretch a little bit to put yourself in their shoes so yeah i'm I'm writing two female characters that are very much a part of who I am and uh it, it's it's been really cool and I think that also I think that having a comic book with two female characters as the main protagonists uh I don't know. I I it's something that I haven't uh I mean, I've seen it a lot. I think it's happening. I think women are definitely reading comics and I think that there's an audience out there that is like totally into reading stories about females and female stories and I think
1: that um
0: that those are the kind of stories that I am interested in writing right now.
1: Well, I have to say there maybe there's a lot of it out there but I don't see nearly enough of it because... I I, I agree. I agree, actually. See, we've explored male characters for decades, and, you know, a male character can be a fiend, can be a scientist, can be uh, uh, an idiot. They can go all over the place. But a lot of women characters in comics tend to fall in a narrow band that is always frustrating to me. I I know so many women that aren't within that narrow band that comics like to focus on. So when I get to see these two women who are not focusing on in the way that many comics do I really like that it's great to meet these women who are not necessarily the kind of people we meet in comics all the time so I really like that you by the end of the first issue we get to know these two pretty well and I like them. You, you've done a good job of identifying who's who, and you give them people to interact. We talk about the dog, and the, the mm-hmm. one sister who's got the dark hair interacts with the dog. And then we get to the other sister with the white hair or the blonde hair.
0: Yeah, Francis.
1: Yeah, and she's on a bus, and she's talking to somebody. <laughs> and it's a real interesting discussion because, you know, I, have you ever been on a bus, and you're just bored out of your head, and all, the person next to you starts to talk, and you're sort of surprised at what kinds of things they bring up? That's, yeah. co- that's what's going on here. She's talking <laughs> to this nice lady and the most amazing things start coming out of her mouth. <laughs> uh,
0: no. Yeah. That I, I love Francis so much as a character. Uh, and that's, and she, you're, you're absolutely right. It's like, she's the weird one on the bus that you wouldn't know not to sit next to. But if you sat next to her, she'd say some weird stuff to you. Mm. And, uh, Uh, Yeah I've had that experience too Where I've sat on a bus and there's just this person Next to me that just wants to talk my ear off And I have partially no Interest in what they're saying but they're also saying some Weird stuff so uh, Yeah Francis is uh, Francis is funny I love
1: writing her she's so weird now, you just mentioned something that made me ask the question. Are yeah. these characters based on people you know or are these kind of – you, you've mentioned the ones you, you've sat next to somebody on a bus who does this kind of stuff. But are these ladies based on somebody that you know or is this kind of your imagi- both your imaginations coming out? This
0: is um both our imaginations. These aren't based off of anyone we know. Um. I would say the closest parallels to real people would probably be myself and Lisa. Mm. Uh, uh, there are definitely aspects of both of these characters that like we represent and we uh, really embrace as part of who we are. And I think that's what makes it so, so fun for me to write is because I get to put myself in these characters and I get to express so many cool things. I get to express femininity and I get to express like how you know even female characters can be like weak and flawed and broken. Uh, you know, as we see Piper in the beginning of this book,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's uh, she's kind of a, a little bit of a wreck um, uh, emotionally. And I think that um, I think that by pulling from who we are as people, uh, Lisa and I, we can kind of infuse these characters with a little bit more life and vitality give them some real good depth, and I think that's i think that's what I like most about them.
1: Now, I think one of the things that, about this book that stands out to me the most is we mentioned the fact that it's not a superhero book. There's very little in the way of action. There's movement, yeah. and there's talking, and there's a, a lot of interesting things happening, but it's not punching and kicking, which I think a lot of comics really ignore, mm-hmm. and we it's nice to read a book that actually... Delves into people instead of having the conflict go on, so I, I thought that was a real success of, of long lost right off the right. bat was to have these characters grow on us and be something interesting without the the violence
0: well that's i mean yeah i that 's a very high compliment thank you so much uh, i i with that said i don 't hate action like mm. I, I, I I love reading batman and i've i've read uh all of scott snyder's run on batman and that that is an action heavy book and it even some of it's even a little horror based too um but uh yeah it's a we really wanted to show these characters uh and get the audience and the readers to know them before we threw them into the situations that we're gonna throw them in later in the in the future issues because i think that you know, you want your audience to, and you want your readers to care about and be invested in your characters and what happens to them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've i got so many questions to ask, but I think it might be better just to wait and read the book. Uh, <laughs> the dark-haired girl, we see her at the toilet a couple of times. And yeah. one of the times makes me wonder about what condition she's in, shall mm-hmm. we say. I don't want to c- expose that, but I, I, I just find that really interesting. So we'll, we'll find that out, I'm sure, as time goes along. Yeah. And I, I, I really like the way that, that you put mystery out in front of us and that these are people. You know, when we meet people, we don't know these a lot of people right from the start. We have to spend some time and get to know them. And that's what you're doing with these guys is you're showing us who these people are and introducing us to them. So by the end of the issue, we have a pretty fair idea who these people are. I think so, yeah. I And... um there's still a lot
0: i i'll I'll say this uh you know me being the writer and knowing kind of where this is going there's a lot more to these characters too than than this first issue kind of uh hints at um and they go to some they're gonna go to some some deep dark places
1: so i gotta say there's another thing too we talked about that last panel Mm. and like all good writers you foreshadow what's going to happen there Oh, thank At least I think you do. I mean, you know, we don't know exactly yet. We'll find out as the book unfolds, but there's a page where we see something that will allude to the last panel, which I always like. I like when something does that, and then I have to sit there and go, oh, okay, now we've got to put the thinking cap on and start wondering what's going to really happen. So I really like that. We, we talked about the last panel is really well done, and there's a… Oh, thank you. I, I cannot… Spoil it, but there's a let's just say you will be shocked when you get to that panel because it's just an amazing bit of storytelling. There's so much that happens just in that one panel alone on the last page. It's a Jeff Johnsism I like to call it when you <laughs> you, you do something to bring us back next time you you tantalize us so much that we can't wait for the next issue. and that's what I get in the last panel
0: that's that's incredible. then I've done my job, and I'm very happy with that then yeah that's a that's that that's really good sounding. I'm happy.
1: Now, I want to talk about how you guys work together and what kinds of things. Did, as far as a script goes, did you write a full script? Did you write some with some suggestions and, and she took over from there? Or did you kind of give input as she went page to page? How did you guys yeah. work together with this?
0: So we have a pretty interesting uh, uh, working relationship. And kind of how it works is we'll we'll get drunk one night. <laughs> we'll really – which is the way I think a lot of the best collaborations should start is we'll just get just hammered on whiskey and gin and all sorts of other stuff and we'll and during that we'll hammer out so much of this plot and where the story's going and what's happening and then when I'm sober potentially uh in my hangover phase is when I will sit down and I'll script the entire chapter uh and that and that involves um uh, scripting out the dial I write all the dialogue I write all this I guess the best way to Describe it would be like Stage direction where, What the characters are doing How they move It's um, very close To like a teleplay Or a screenplay
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Except it kind of references um, In this panel I want to see this Or this is going to be A splash page um, and, and then So then I give the script To Lisa And then Lisa Takes my script uh, and then breaks it down mm-hmm. by uh, – she starts doing thumbnails for the pages. And she'll really just eyeball it. It's honestly incredible. I've never seen an artist work like she does because she'll read about three pages of my work and be like, okay, that's going to be about two pages of comic. And then she'll sketch it out and work it out. Um, she's really doing – I mean she's really a, a – direct. she's directing this, mm-hmm. uh, this whole thing. And – um I think – I mean all comic artists are uh, directors in my mind uh, with how they can lay out visual imagery and and parse through some of the words that us writers write
1: and really make it come to life and be an actual thing. Um, See, now you got me quizzical as to how much of the story is yours and how much of it is hers. I mean does she (sighs) – like yeah. When she's doing stuff, does she put things in and, and then you go, oh, I didn't think of that. Or, oh, absolutely. So, that's, okay. um, that's
0: very... That's that's honestly happened more times than I can count. Hmm. Um, I would say... I, I, I give her a fully completed script that, that has all the dialogue laid out and all the stage direction and it, it's more or less what you see. And then she goes through and adds so much detail and so much little pieces of information that... I didn't pick up on, or, or she thinks would be cool. She also is a, is a good editor. She'll fix my typos and mm-hmm. make sure my grammar
1: is real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, she, does but she get the commas right. That's very important because yeah. there's. I, I always <laughs> like to point on this podcast. There's a big difference between "Let's eat, comma, Grandpa" and "Let's eat, Grandpa." No, which, she's
0: a stick. She's a stickler for commas. Oh, trust good. Me. Oh, good. Yeah, she's not going to let any errant commas uh, run amok in our comic book. <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> No. Yeah. And then, so, so she edits and she adds and she tweaks. Um, I, I was talking to her, honestly, uh, maybe two or three nights ago about this and I, and I was telling her like, she is simultaneously a director of a movie and the editor Mm. of that same movie. And she's, but she's doing it simultaneously. It's, uh, she's parsing through my script, editing out things that don't need to be there or seeing movement that's unnecessary. And that's a learning challenge for me too, is, uh, You know, writing a script, there's so much that we as writers put in that is honestly impossible for a comic artist to uh, draw uh, or unnecessary. So as as she's the visual mastermind behind all this, she parses through that and – gets exactly what needs to be seen to make the scene come to light.
1: Now, I, I'm kind of curious, how many issues are going to be in this? Is this a mini-series? Is this an ongoing? How is this going to work? This is going to be a mini-series. We have a
0: definitive end to this book, and we're really confident in that. We don't want to – we've seen so many books uh, that have overstayed their welcome, if you will, mm-hmm. and we don't want to be one of those. We want to tell – a really, really beautiful, great, terrifying story. Right out of the gates, continue all the way through to twelve issue. The uh, twelve issue. We're, we're, it's, it's a twelve issue comic. Mm. So once that twelfth issue is done, that's the end of the story. Mm. Are you guys gonna collect it at that point? I I, I would hope so. I, I I've been talking to Brendan and stuff, and my hope is uh, to collect it in in chunks. Because uh, there's going to be arcs or, uh, or story arcs along the way, so I think the first five issues kind of wrap up together in a pretty nice, uh, what I would consider a pretty nice trade. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but to have a full twelve issue collection would be a dream come true.
1: Hmm, that'd be cool. And of course, you have a, if you can get it even like in a trade or a hardcover format, mm-hmm. that would be great fun. Yeah. Absolutely. To be good to do. And, and of course I always have to ask Because Brendan famously Has this little Rolodex mm-hmm. What if somebody Were to approach you about turning this Into say a movie Or a TV series Like a TV miniseries What would your reaction be to that
0: I would be uh, Simultaneously Ecstatic and, and hesitant <laughs> Because I I, 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 I would uh, Lisa and I you know putting all the horses before every one of the carts that have ever existed. Mm -hmm. We would love for our our comic to eventually make it to, uh, you know, TV or or to film. Uh, But we don't want it to make it there if it's going to be like a dumpier, crappier version of our comic Mm -hmm. book. We want it to uh, be um, an extension of Did you happen to see uh, Legion on Mm -hmm. FX? Mm-hmm. I thought that was just an incredible adaptation of a comic book character and a comic. And I, I mean, again, pipe dream stuff. That's what I would love to see for Long Lost.
1: Cool. Now, of course, I've got to follow up. It's called Long Lost. Why?
0: Um, it's called Long Lost because I think that's the and, – and I say think because I am constantly parsing through what I've written. It's called Long Lost because that is the state of – I think everyone you're going to encounter in this book is that they have, and it also ties into a later plot development. But uh, I, I, everyone is lost in this book, and and searching for purpose and meaning and uh, how they fit into the bigger whole. And uh, I, I think that is the big existential question that a lot of our characters have to deal with in the book is is why they have been lost or why they are long lost so to say <laughs> um so yeah that's that's why it's called long lost
1: Very cool. now you're saying this is a complete story if let's say it goes over big and and they decide they want to get more do you mm-hmm. have more that you can do with these characters or can you use the format as well moving forward
0: yeah i think there's more i think there's a lot to the story that we can get into that that would be expanded for uh more of a serialized format. Mm-hmm. I think there's stories to be told both with Piper and Francis and, um, their hometown that they, uh, eventually go to a uh, called Hazel patch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a lot of stories there that, that, that could make for some interesting, uh, uh, uh comics.
1: So. Okay. Cool. Cool. So it, the reason why this podcast is airing when it is because now is the time to put your orders in to get this book. This is going to be coming out in early November, at least as we're recording it. That's what we're expecting. Yeah. Uh,
0: we don't have an exact date right now when we're recording this, but I'm like 99.99% sure it's going to be out in November, um, and so pre-orders should be taking place uh, around uh, September. So. It's
1: going to be monthly.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a monthly. We're going to be doing this every month for uh, 12 months, hopefully.
1: You realize November is an ideal time for a comic to come out because it's right around the holidays.
0: I know, man. I couldn't have planned it better. (laughs)
1: It's a good thing. Of course, you're going to end up and then maybe the trade will come out. Well, the trade will probably come out around June or July, something like that. But then it'll wrap up a year later, which will be in November of the next year. So Mm -hmm. that'll end up right around the time for the holidays, too. I, I, I don't think you could have planned that any better.
0: I, I, again, call it fortune, because this is, I've all, we've kind of fallen into some of the luck that we've had so far, so.
1: Well, it's a great book. I've enjoyed what I've read of it, and it's just, it's a tease for what I want to read some more. There's just so many nice little moments in it, and a great big surprise at the end, which I'm anxious to find out more about. So, Long Lost is one of those books that I think is going to help put scout up to the next level because they're just a great company with stuff like this which is really creative and original i just think it's a a tremendous place and you you landed in the right place i think
0: wow that, that thank you so much wayne that that really means a lot um it's it's been an absolute joy to work on this and i can't wait for everyone to get a chance to read it and tell us what you think and and enjoy it with everyone so
1: Now, are there other other projects you guys are working on together or separately? This is probably going to keep you guys busy for a while, I imagine.
0: This has been uh, the only thing that we can uh, work on. It is a a labor of love. Uh, We we actually had planned when we did the initial pitch and all that stuff that it was going to be a full graphic novel. Um, And then Scout uh, convinced us that this could really work in a monthly format, and we were really anxious about that. We've never done a monthly comic. We we we. It seems like crazy amount of work for just two people, um, yeah. but we're making it happen, and we're 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 really excited about that aspect of it.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Now, if somebody wants to follow your, your progress and what kind of things you guys are up to, what's the best way on social media to follow you and to follow your wife?
0: So yeah, we're both on Twitter. Uh, I'm Matthew Ehrman uh, back, back at Twitter. That's my handle and. Hers is Lisa underscore Sterle S-T-E-R-L-E. And you can find the uh, comic on Facebook. It's uh, backslash long lost Comic. Really easy to find. We post a lot of uh, art from the book. We post a lot of teasers. And we have an incredible uh, – uh, 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 some guest artists coming up probably in early August that I've been working with to kind of uh, create some, some – uh, teasers stories for the book some stories that have happened before the events of issue one take place almost like an issue zero but it's going to be online only and it's going to be on our facebook um and that's going to be happening in early august so hmm.
1: so if you're a trade, you could put that in with the collection at that point
0: yeah yeah that's that that would that's the idea
1: that's great, great stuff. Well, this is a very original book, which I don't, don't say about many things that I've read. It's very creative, and I love the female character, because I'm big on female characters in comics, because I've read males as long as I've been reading comics, which is a long time. So it's always <laughs> nice to read women and, and girls and how they interact with each other, which is, uh, on some levels, a good education for those of us who are guys, to be able <laughs> to understand that. I learned a lot. Yeah, I think you guys are doing a wonderful job and I can't wait to see it when you get done with this I can't wait to see this end and I can't wait to see what you have in mind after that so I hope yeah. you guys keep it up and the two of you continue to get along real well and make creativity happen and look out for a long loss because it's going to be in the previews under Scout and be sure to put an order for it because you won't want to miss it dude thank you so much
0: it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting with you tonight people need
1: And that's a wrap for this episode. Until next time, keep reading your comics.